Hello, and welcome to the third edition of the Redevco podcast, or Redevcast, um, here at Redevco's uh, uh, headquarters in Amsterdam. We're here today to discuss a new uh, redevelopment project that uh, Redevco is working on uh, in Groningen, in the northern uh, part of the Netherlands. Um, and this project re uh, revolves around a, a partial redevelopment of, a, of an existing retail property. Um, and here to talk about that uh, project with me today are Eke Bondal from um, the architects firm in Amsterdam, uh, Rainbout, and Robert Bucker, um, the uh, Redevco's development man manager in the Netherlands. Welcome, both of you. Um, okay, uh, Robert, I'm going to start with you because it's you're the um, uh, you're you're the opdrachtgever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about the plans for this uh, this redevelopment? Yeah, we have a, a quite a big CNA store in uh, in Groningen uh, already from the beginning of the uh, last uh, century, 1925 or something. 1920 yeah. even, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, CNA is there already for a very long time, but the, the building grew and grew over over time, and uh, in today it's it became too big, uh, partly in uh, in retail floor and partly in offices. There are a lot of offices on top of this building, and nowadays that isn't used anymore. That's more from the past when uh, people had meeting rooms and, and a lot of offices for, for different personnel and that's not of this time so that's all vacant at this moment so we thought of uh, changing this building this was the moment to change the building and because we are also now uh, uh, investing more and more in in, uh, in residential we thought well maybe this is the ideal opportunity to uh, reduce the amount of retail and to add uh, a residential to it so the, the basic idea was, okay, let's let's demolish the second floor and the third floor uh, from this building. Then it has the right size for a retail uh, uh, store. And then on top of it, uh, realize uh, a residential. And that was the basic idea of this uh, redevelopment. The second and third floors will be removed altogether? Yeah, the second floor is retail floor now that will be demolished. Will all, oh, right. And the third floor is an office floor now will also be demolished. Right, okay. And what are you going to do there instead of these retail uh, premises? Well, what, when you take away two uh, commercial floors, they're quite high and uh, they have a, a, a big load that, that, should, that is needed if you have a store. But when you add something like residential, the load is lower. The yeah. weight of the, the, yeah, the, the yeah the weight that it can bear. Yeah, all the yeah. all the goods that are in a, in a store demand a certain load on on, on the building. Capacity, uh, a load, the capacity, yeah, a load yeah, capacity, yeah. yeah. And for residential, that's different. Right. So when you add residential, the floors are also lower, or the the free height uh, between the floors. So you can add at least four uh, floors of re residential, right. where you remove two floors of uh, of retail. Oh, okay. So you're almost doubling the yeah. space, in yeah. fact. Yeah. 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 That's okay. what we do. That's what okay, we do. and and how many uh, residential units will be there in this? Uh, in, a, in the current design of forty-five uh, apartments. Okay, yep. great. Acre, uh, I understand that this uh, project will be quite a pioneering project for uh, for uh, Groningen in terms of its uh, sustainability uh, features. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what these features entail exactly? Um, well, um, there are very high ambitions uh, for sustainability. 
Um, and we are looking into the design, how to design the building in a, in a way that it meets these uh, ambitions. So, for example, the new load-bearing structure, which will be on top of the existing uh, structure that we will keep, um, we are designing as a timber structure. So all walls and floors uh, will be out of, uh, out of timber. And, um, for example, for the facade elements, uh, as we are uh, designing a brick facade, we are uh, looking into alternatives for this. So how to still make a brick facade, but, for example, work with prefabricated elements um, in order to, for example, reduce the amount of bricks and instead uh, use uh, what they call in Dutch um, uh, more like strips. So they're cut bricks or oh, they're I baked see. as uh, smaller uh, bricks to reduce the amount of material used in the building. Right. And less embodied carbon as well. Exactly, because yeah. of course to, to produce bricks uh, it costs more energy, so yeah. it's interesting to, to look at alternatives for this. Right, okay. Um, okay, um, we know a little bit more about what the building's going to look like, um, but, what, but let's go back a bit. Um, how did this partnership between uh, Redevco and Rainbout uh, um, come about? Um, well, about a year ago, we were invited to partake in a competition together with two other invited architects, and uh, we were selected as the winning proposal. Okay. So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Now I'm going to ask uh, uh, Robert, why was, uh, was their uh, proposal chosen? Yeah, I think uh, s several reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Rheinbaut is very good at, uh, they have a lot of knowledge about retail and residential and building in the inner city. So all those three very important uh, uh, topics on, in this project, uh, they, they have a lot of uh, experience. They made a lot of retail buildings, the most beautiful uh, retail buildings, but also uh, building uh, a lot of apartments. So they have this knowledge uh, on these uh, two uh, asset classes, but also building in, in a city. And we've worked with them before in, uh, in Utrecht, for example, and that worked very well. They really feel the city and they feel what is needed. They don't put just a new building there, but they feel the surroundings and, and, and make sure that their uh, design is, uh, is uh, 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 fitting in. Integrated. Fit, yeah, integrated, yeah, 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 fitting yeah, yeah, that's in. yeah, the word, yeah. 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 Okay, and, and um, which project exactly in uh, Utrecht? Fredeburg. Fredeburg, okay, yeah, right the, in the uh, centre of town. Yeah, the current uh, Degaton yeah. uh, okay. store. Yes, yeah. of course. And this and and this new building in um, uh, or redevelopment in uh, Groningen, uh, will that be about the same size as the one in uh, Utrecht, the Degaton uh, store? Yeah, I think originally the original CNA in in Utrecht and the original CNA in Groningen. I think Groningen was is a little bit bigger. Uh, and and uh, in, in then, then in Utrecht in Utrecht there is no residential on top but a, a, a congress and a meeting center. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and and about the you know your partnership as a team, can you give us a bit of a flavour of how you work together? What, what what do you like about this project? Um, well, as I said before, there are very high ambitions, um, also from Redefco's side, and that you can really feel in the project, that um, the focus is on making a qualitative and a, an architectural quality um, in this uh, project. And uh, that is a very nice uh, way to start from and gives great energy to, to work on the project. And 
in that regard, uh, we work together as a team rather than that we're on opposite sides. We're on the same side to, to really try to, to make the best building. Right. And it, it, was that just a natural process or, or did that have to be stimulated in some way, uh, Robert? Well, I, th I think we, we, we work really hard on, on the brief, on, on, on the uh, program of requirements for this, uh, for this uh, building, for this redevelopment. So we really try to, uh, to make a good understanding of what we want and what we desire for this, uh, for this location and for this project. And uh, we work quite close with the uh, municipality on that. Mm -hmm. So we really understand the city, uh, understand the needs of the city, and also bring in our needs, uh, what we think is important for the building itself. And that design brief, that, that program of requirements, was a solid base, I think, for the architectural selection. So the architects really knew what, what we expected. Right, so it's a very detailed process. You knew very well what you what you wanted, so that yeah. was already established. And, yeah. then and, and, and on the other hand, be very clear about what you want, but also give the freedom yeah. to the architect to, 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 to bring their own uh, design ideas. So be, be very strict on what you want in mm -hmm. program of requirement, but be very open-minded uh, to uh, design uh, solutions. Right, okay. And are there any design solutions that you could talk about, uh, Acre, that, that were not in the original um, plan of requirements? Um, well, we are dealing with an existing structure, uh, which actually uh, sounds perhaps easy. You take off two levels and uh, you put something on top. But actually, structurally, it's quite complex. Um, the existing structure consists out of different structures because historically the building was actually um, uh, consisted out of different buildings. So actually all structures within the building are also different. Different materials as well. Different materials actually as well, it appears. So um, you have to actually construct housing on top. And housing, actually, you would like to have a repetitive um, um, uh, sizes of apartments. And there was a clear wish for what type of apartments it should have. For example, three-room apartments. Um, so that, I think, in the further stages uh, is a very interesting uh, process and quite a puzzle mm -hmm. on how these uh, two uh, aspects meet each other. Yeah. And, and what about using timber as a, you know, as a material? How safe is it? I mean, I, we're seeing more timber constructions in the Netherlands, but it's still quite new. Yes. Um, well, timber is a, is a, has a lot of potential as, as a structural material, of course. Um, but, for example, in terms of sound and fire protection, um, this we, we, we need to investigate as sound uh, works differently with timber as it does, for example, with concrete. And this has much to do with the technical detailing of, of, of uh, for example, the floors and how the walls meet. Um, and that's what we are currently engineering. Right. And, and what about the risk of fire? Um, this is also uh, uh, an investigation. However, there are studies and we are following the studies uh, as, uh, as they are uh, available. So uh, and we will definitely meet those requirements. Okay, great. And um, are there any elements in uh, Rombaut's design that were a surprise to you, uh, Robert? Yeah, what, what we didn't uh, uh, write down in, in, the, in the brief in the uh, program of requirements was the way, the, what kind of architecture we wanted. And uh, what was very surprising for me is that they really had a very good solution for breaking up this very, it's quite a big building, mm -hmm. 
breaking up this building in smaller parts. So it, it used to there used to be I think three or four I think even four smaller buildings that were put together and made one big uh, uh, CNA store out Department of it. Store. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what Rheinbaut did, what we liked very much, is that they cut it down again. Like there are again four or five buildings uh, there, but they have some way that you can see. Okay, it's one building, but in just a different uh, kind of bricks or a different mm. uh, details, you say, okay, this looks like these are four or five buildings, and that's that's what we we loved about the uh, about the design. And and what about the municipal uh, authorities? Did they like that as well? They liked it very much. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They were really struggling because this building was there it, it was it's grown over years uh, and, and in this i think the 60s 70s 80s uh, people love to make these big big uh, stores in in the, in the inner cities but yeah Groningen is of course a very old city with a beautiful architecture and a beautiful urban planning so in my opinion from nowadays the building was too big for for where, for what it is yeah, yeah. so uh, uh both the municipality and we liked it very much that it was like sort of cut down into smaller more, pieces more intimate a more, more intimate, intimate yeah i think that's yeah. the right word yeah know. okay okay um Eka, i'm sure you have some very clear ideas about uh, who's going to live in these apartments can, can you talk a little bit about the types of apartments that you that you've designed and what you know young people old people who, who are they for? Well, uh, we, so we have in total 45 uh, apartments um, where 41 apartments are um, uh, apartments that are connected to a corridor. You could say a little bit more traditional way of an apartment building. Um, they are varying from two to three room uh, apartments of which the two room might have a possibility to actually have an also an extra room for studying. So you could actually see it as a two and a half type of typology. And that makes it quite flexible for, for example, starters that have a job and would like to work at home. Um, and um, for the rest of the nine different apartments, we have another typology. And uh, that is a rather interesting one, as, um, and I try to explain it as much as I can <laughs> in words. <laughs> but it is a three-story house, you could say. Right. So basically, uh, how the building is structured is that all inhabitants come uh, into the building by a central core, but that central core leads to a collective roof garden um, that is elevated. So the elevated roof garden directly accesses these uh, nine, the, the nine uh, three-story houses um, that, so that they have direct access and use of this collective garden. Okay. And those three-story houses, they're around 60 square, 70 square meters, so they're rather compact. Um, but they are quite uh, nice in use as uh, you have, for example, on the ground floor, the living room, kitchen, on the second floor, your main bedroom. And on the third um, level, you have an extra room that you can use, for example, as a baby room or as a guest room or as a study room which I feel makes uh, the apartment much uh, use it more usable for it's different very functional. Future. Exactly, yeah. even though it's very compact and yeah. an inner city, uh, mm. in the inner city. Yeah, and it's quite green exactly. by the sound of it. Yeah. yeah, and also connecting back to the sustainability demands, um, I think what's also great is that we have two collective gardens in the, in the project. Two communal gardens. Communal yeah. gardens, so yeah. therefore all uh, inhabitants to use. And they're uh, designed as well as green gardens. So all green roofs are um, um, 
with um, extensive, as you call it, like uh, sedum and yep. grasses. Yep. But these uh, roof gardens will also be intensive, though, so they'll have, uh, for example, small trees for nature oh, inclusivity yep. and etc. Right. Um, and so that's, that's all to offset carbon emissions and yes, make also, it more sustainable. Yes, also connect to the diversity of the nature also within the context of the city. So mm -hmm. the birds that are available, we will research and... And, um, what, what sort of birds will be attracted by certain exactly, uh, plants? Certain and plants, yep. and um, uh, also perhaps um, implement this in the facade with uh, different. Um, they call it nestcast in Dutch, but like um, they're little houses for birds. Oh, that they can, okay. Bird cages, yeah, 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 yeah. Bird houses, or yeah, I don't even know the word myself. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Um, okay. Um, uh, how challenging is this uh, is this redevelopment? You know, it's right in the centre of uh, Groningen. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, you've got the municipal authorities on your side, but what about um, you know people living in the area? Have you had any um, yeah responses? Uh, well, we we just uh, uh, published a press release about this project and. Uh, for so, so far, we had a lot of positive reactions, uh, both from professionals as also from people living in, uh, in Groningen. So it was very well uh, received. And uh, I think because we, we, had, we, we took the time to, to understand the city together with the urban planners from the, uh, from the city, to understand the city, to make it very good integration of this project in the city, uh, you, you see a positive reaction. And of course, it will be much more beautiful than it is now. Uh, mm -hmm. Really, really a 70s big building yep. and a big box building uh, com coming back to, to a smaller retail uh, and, and 45 apartments on top of it with, with a brick facade instead of a more concrete-like uh, and steel facade. Right. So, uh, yeah. And it'll also have a, a bicycle garage, I believe. Yeah, also, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we're really... Uh, uh, we, we talk to the municipality and uh, Groningen, of course, is a student city. They have a big university, so a lot of students live there. And typical Dutch, everybody rides a bike. So, but the, the negative part is there are a lot of bikes in the inner city. And uh, the city of Groningen really uh, try to make uh, to bring all these uh, bicycles in underground uh, parking garages. So the streets will be free of, uh, of bicycles. And uh, they already have two, uh, two new ones in the inner city. And, but they are on the other side, so they uh, would love to have one on this side. And yeah, we are open to it. We have a, a very big basement that we will not going to use for uh, for retail, uh, and and it's 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 open to use. So we're really trying to uh, to make a, a bicycle garage in there, right. a public bicycle garage. Right, and but also for the tenants or not? Of course, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and how how does this uh, project uh, compare to other redevelopments that uh, Redevco has undertaken? in recent years? Well, the, the biggest change is that we add uh, residential on top of it. Right. Because uh, Redefco, uh, uh, from origin, uh, they're really a retail uh, yeah. uh, investor. Uh, uh, so all our assets are retail, uh, uh, retail assets. And uh, a few years ago, we also started to invest in, uh, in residential. And that really opened the possibility also to add uh, resi to our inner city projects. Where in the in the past we really would think of commercial solutions, uh, so uh, we, we did other developments in in in, in Gouda, in, in in Utrecht, in Eindhoven, but we were always thinking commercial solutions. 
And this, for the first time, we thought of uh, residential uh, More these mixed functions. Mist, more yeah. mixed, mixed functions, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and do you see potential to do more of these uh, redevelopments using residential? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the Netherlands? Yeah, and elsewhere, and, and elsewhere also. Yeah. yeah, also my colleagues, I think, in Belgium are, are looking at possibilities uh, for on on their assets to add uh, Reggie. Yeah. Right. So these big de department stores that you know a, a lot of uh, department store chains are, are downsizing. Um, there are quite a lot of these around Absolutely. Europe. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, yeah. Uh, in Europe, uh, all over the world, but yeah. especially in the Netherlands, uh, we of course had our old VND uh, uh, that closed down, and they had these enormous buildings in in the inner cities. A yeah. lot of them. So the and locations are great. Locations are great, very big buildings, but they cannot all be occupied by uh, new big retailers Retail. because there are not that many retailers, and there's not that, that yep. big demand for those uh, big uh, department store buildings. Yep. So you see a lot of uh, our colleagues also looking at the possibility of uh, changing them, uh, having retail at, at the ground floor and maybe first floor, maybe second floor, but mostly ground floor and first yeah. floor. And the upper floors, they have to think of other solutions. And because of the demand of also in the Netherlands on uh, on apartments, on, on, on housing, uh, yeah, one of the solutions is uh, is adding uh, apartments there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a real change. If you look at the, you know, the the movements in design, you know, the 1970s, we had all these big department stores. Now we're going back to, you know, small is beautiful. Um, can you comment a little bit about, you know, what, what are you seeing in, in, the, in the market? And, you know, how future proof are these new designs and redevelopments that we're, we're working on? Um, well, as an office, we also, um, when we did the competition already, we looked at the way the the, comp uh, the building is set in its uh, urban fabric as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, a left-alone building. Also, programmatically, it can socially um, contribute to the urban uh, life surrounding. So, for example, in terms of this diversification, it's very interesting as uh, what you to, see to now. To add the residential elements exactly. for more liveliness. It can yeah. be housing. Yeah. In this case, of course, you see also different examples of uh, other types of program, which in terms of the city actually changes our cities. Where like hotels maybe? or, or Hotels, a school, for example. Uh, yeah. You can see different examples. Different uses. Different uses. Yeah. And that makes, for example, in terms of uh, the project in Groningen, where it used to be all retail, now it's a 24-7 urban life as we're adding housing, mm -hmm. um, which I think, um, yeah, changes as well uh, the way... Uh, the dynamics slowly, of that. Yeah, exactly, that the dynamics of that yeah. location. Plus, um, we also look at not only the building, but how it reacts in its facades and different spaces it creates and enables for future developments. So that this project, in um, both the way that it offers a new architectural quality, but also in terms of logistics, in the way we try to, to guide people through the different public spaces around, that it actually can potentially contribute to a, a new um, impulse of the connecting uh, areas. You lived and worked in uh, uh, Scandinavia for some time, uh, working as an architect. Um, can you maybe compare this project in Groningen to some of the designs and developments you've worked in, worked on in uh, in that in in that region? Um, 
Well, uh, what you see in general in Scandinavia is that uh, there is an attention for the social return uh, for a building, so um, also in terms of the investment value. And um, it's not particularly perhaps uh, the, uh, the projects I worked on, even though I think working in an international context and for the offices I did uh, offers you, of course, a broader perspective on, on architecture. Um, but in terms of Groningen, uh, I think as well that that, that aspect of, of social return, uh, as I explained before, you can you can actually uh, see um, in the design. So social return, as in it, it's a more dynamic exactly. uh, location. It's it'll, a dynamic location. It'll... We're investing in collective uh, gardens, in communal spaces, yeah. in that sense, um, trying to also. Um, uh, contribute to the connecting area, so not only seeing the building as a building left alone, but 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 how it reacts to the to the surrounding uh, public areas. Yep. Okay. Right. So it's a it's a very integrated uh, design, meant to talk to to other uh, buildings and and, yes. like, and and areas. Yes, and yeah. of course we also looked at the building not just in this context but also historically, as, as Robert said, we, we looked at the building also historically and um, tried to connect to that. For example, there was an old street connecting to the building and architecturally we tried to express that again in the building and for example the Green Collective Garden, as I explained, is on top elevated on that street to maybe have a have a relation or a notion of, of a street that is elevated so also programmatically architecturally we we don't only look at uh, the building as it's mm -hmm. as it's today but historically and also in the future and, it, and in its current environment exactly yeah. okay great okay well i really look forward to uh, seeing this building uh, and i've got some friends in Kroning and maybe they'll be interested in uh in living there. <laughs> anyway, that uh, brings us to the conclusion of this uh, third uh, uh, Redevcast. Uh, thank you, Aka, and thank you, Robert. Yeah. And thank hope you. you join us next time. Thank you very much. <laughs>